Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I'm so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who our delightful returning guest is. Well, I think it's safe to say he's a returning champion. He's an actor, comedian, and co-host of the podcast Spanish Shaki Presents. It's Tony Rodriguez. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Tony. Very nice. Thank you. Welcome back, Tony. Thank you for having me. Um, I I heard I was very controversial. (laughs) For a long time. For a while you were, yes. I don't know how many months that your movie, The Muppets Take Manhattan, was the Titan, was the number one on this podcast. For a very long time. For four or five months, maybe? I mean, we we had to redo the system. We had to re... Wow. Some would say fix. Some would say change. (laughs) Some would say skew. (laughs) I say we updated. Yeah, we just had to re- we we we, we learned stuff, and so we just uh, made some stuff. Once we knew more, we did more. Wait, we knew better, we did better. You know what? You know I better, you that. do better. I think the founding fathers, which in this case were you two, of, you of this system, I think our American founding fathers intended for us to sort of revisit the system every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. Like amendments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. I'm pro democracy. <laughs> Even though I read this, ra- first. this, this <laughs> is a first. Yeah, you're right. It's a new me. Pandemic me is pro democracy. Have you been like what? How have you been? Because it's a lot's happened since we last saw you <laughs> on the podcast, at least. How have you been using like movies in a way for to like escape? Or is it or you don't have the attention span for a movie? It, you know what I mean? I feel like people are one of two things. Now that's it comes and goes with me. I do use movies as an escape, especially on the weekends. I sort of I've been 
um, experimenting with like leaving my phone in another room even. Tony. For like hours. It's delicious. My brain feels so good after that. Yeah. So don't try to reach Do you me. find, does it take you like a while to get used to the fact that you're not looking for your phone? You know what I mean? Does it take you like 30 minutes of anxiety and then you forget it? You get through it? It did at first, but now, like, I generally look forward to weekends because what could, what could someone possibly want to reach out to me for? It, what, what is there to do? <laughs> so I can just feel free and liberated and, and watch mm-hmm. movies. I subscribe. I've been doing, oh. like, FaceTime with friends. Okay. Like, so, but, and I'm FaceTiming through my phone, so it prevents me from being on my phone while we're watching the movie. Okay. Oh, so that's I been see. working very well. Mm-hmm. Why don't, that's a good tip. That is a good tip. Why Helpful don't you use tip. it on your laptop? Why don't you use FaceTime? I don't know. It's just because I don't want to. I don't Fair know. enough. It's easier. Okay. I just put my uh, <laughs> phone on my side table. It's done. Okay. There's no room for a laptop on my side table. Too cluttered. I see. I see. I see. Oh, well, that's maybe something you could look into. No, I never will. I don't believe in introspection. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any? I've been watching these Netflix. Any? I feel like now there's a new phase of like any Netflix movie. Like, are we going to watch this? Like, I watched The Old Guard. Yeah. With and what did you guess? Jenny Pearson. And then we watched Fatal Affair. What is that? Which is very bad. It says Nia Long, Omar Epps. Like, it's like Fatal Attraction, but with the production values <laughs> of a Hallmark movie. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Just what it needed. But it's also 88 minutes. Perfect. That is a perfect life. You love a lean film. I love a lean film. Not David Lean. I hate David Lean. He's a snore. He's like three hours minimum. (laughs) I think Lawrence of Arabia is almost four. I've seen it. It's good. I've seen it multiple times. (laughs) Have you seen it in a theater? I have not. I have. Wow. Uh Hmm. Was that the best way to see it? Of course. I mean, it's Cinemascope. (laughs) Widescreen. You of course. Th- they blow out a match cut to the desert. I mean, it's the, you're not going to get that impact on a small screen TV. Hey, I, no. I, uh, I read why that shot works, if you're interested <laughs> in, in cinematic theory. So when mm-hmm. uh, Lawrence Olivier, Lawrence Olivier, who am I talking about? Hero Tool. <laughs> the yes. Lawrence threw me off. When, Lor- yes. when Florence of Arabia. <laughs> and her machines. <laughs> is holding that match that lit match and he's about to blow it the way it's shot his um you start looking at the match because he's looking at the match and just as he blows it that's where sort of like the beginning of the sun on the horizon line starts to glow Uh and that's Mm -hmm. why that shot works i don't i i bought it it makes sense (laughs) to me but now i don't know what i'm talking about it works well your eye always goes to the brightest thing in the frame oh well that's that's actually a better explanation (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fire your guy goes to the fire on the screen <laughs> um well as you know tony we're doing queen's choice this month this is the second week this is my pick so i chose today's movie and that movie is batman forever sure i couldn't is. think of anyone better to discuss it but you're wearing a <laughs> batman shirt i don't know mm-hmm. who else i would rather talk about batman forever with Aww. john what's the deal with batman forever Mark, let me tell you the deal with Batman Forever. Uh, came out in 1995. It was directed by Joel Schumacher, RIP. Uh, produced by Tim Burton, based on the DC comic character Batman. Uh, it is a sequel to the 1992 Batman Returns, the third installment in Warner Brothers' Batman film series. Stars Val Kilmer, replaces Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne and Batman, along with Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, Nicole Kidman, Chris O'Donnell, Michael Goh, is that his name? And Pat Hingle. Uh, the plot focuses on Batman trying to top... Stu- 
trying to stop Two-Face and the Riddler and their villainous scheme to extract confident information from all the mines in Gotham City and to use it to learn Batman's identity and bring the city under control. The film was released on June 16th. It grossed $336 million worldwide, became the sixth highest grossing film of 1995. It received mixed reviews with criticism directed towards CGI, Kilmer's performance, uh, costume designs, and total departure from the previous films, but praised the visuals uh, and performances of Jim Carrey and uh, what's his name? Jones. Tommy Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. That's the one. So that is the deal with Batman Forever. Now, normally I ask the guests why they picked this movie. Yes, Mark, why did you pick this movie? (laughs) Thank you. You picked up that hint. (laughs) I picked this movie because, well, I love a superhero film. I don't think we've ever really done a true superhero film here yet. And when Joel Schumacher passed like a month ago now, I believe it was, I rewatched Batman Forever. And Uh I was like, I remember this. The line on Batman Forever was always like, oh, it's terrible. Like all the fanboys like hate it because it dared to make Batman campy. Um, mm-hmm. But I really came to appreciate I think it's aged really well because there's something about the over the top production design. It's just like not trying to be serious. It's just fun. It's campy. It still holds up. It moves really fast. And I don't know. It's really gay, I think, in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. And I just think it's like a hoot, a fun time at the movies. There's not a ton of like bad, cringy CG. It's like right before the real CGI took over everything. Um, and it really, it's like the first Batman film to really lay into the homoerotic overtones of Batman and Robin, which I don't think mm-hmm. we've ever really seen since. So I was curious to see how it would do in the scoring system. Thank you, Mark. How about you, Tony? What is your uh, history with uh, Batman Forever? My history with Batman Forever um, came after being a big Batman fan from the 89 movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I went through a whole Batman phase I watched the 60s TV show. It would come on. Loved it. Yes. yes it would, they would air it like two or three episodes late at night during the summers. And I, I would watch. I loved it so much. I guess in hindsight, mm. it was really gay and campy. Um, <laughs> I, I think at the time they knew. They knew, right? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> 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 um, and I remember loving the Tim Burton Batman and... Surprisingly, I did love the sequel, the sequel, Batman Returns. Returns? Yeah. Really? Okay. That one holds up, too. It does hold up. as well. I, I remember being underwhelmed by Batman Forever. I must have seen it the opening weekend, and I had not visited it since. I do agree yeah. with you. It holds up very well. I was not bored. It's a, very, it's a terrible movie, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want? What more do you there want? You know. Mm-hmm. John, what's your background with Batman Forever? Well, I, similar to Tony, and it seems like you like love the Batman TV show. I like the Tim Burton Batmans. Uh, I watched this one when it came out. I'm not sure that I've seen it since then. I, unfortunately, kind of disagree with your it's holding up. I found it really sloggy, I have to say. Like, I thought it was, like, not as fun. It was just, like, dark and sort of really plotty I thought like just sort of in a way that it it was not quite campy enough to be fun nor was it sort of dark enough to be real so I don't know what do you say um, are you saying P-L-O-D-D-Y or yes like it was very plotting excuse me I heard plotty which would also apply I think (laughs) it was like who wrote this Agatha Christie (laughs) Uh. 
You um, couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I have to say, unfortunately, I'm not as crazy about this one as the other ones. It made me actually want to watch rewatch Batman and Robin to see if I liked that one better, because that's also Joel, Sh- Joel Schumacher, yes. correct? To see, yeah, probably like, comparing piece, that one to Batman Forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do think there's, like, a world where I think, like, the great thing about Batman is he's like endless. You could put him into you can ha- he can be campy. He can be dark and gritty. He can sure. be a literal cartoon. Like the character can. One version doesn't negate other versions. I agree. Mm. Um, so, anyways, well, let's get into it, Tony. Let's As get you into do it. know, we are looking <laughs> for the gayest movie ever, and we have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with with which to judge the movies with a bunch of categories and at some point we're all going to add a category and it could become why do you mean could well because now you'll see we changed the system you'll see it all makes sense so here's our current top five this is where their ranking is right now so this is out of a hundred percent Number five with 76.52%. Funny Girl. Number four with 78.59%. Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born. Number three with 78.63%. Strictly Ballroom. Number two with 79.51%. Grease 2. And the reigning (laughs) champ with a 94.83% female trouble. Oh, wow. I should point out your previous Mm. movie, The Muppets Take Manhattan, is now with 69.17%. 14. Top Gun Number is gayer, but it's gayer than cruising. Okay. <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan is less gay than Top Gun, but more gay than cruising? Correct. That, Correct. I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes Al Pacino straights, the, straights it up real. <laughs> real yeah. Um, so where do we think, uh, I guess, well, I asked you where you thought Sergeant Pepper was going to land, was going to land. So I will throw out where I think Batman Forever will yes, land. Yes, where do you think this is going to land? I think it's going to be like 17. So you think it won't do better than Muppet's Take Manhattan? No. Well, maybe, I'll, fine. For To keep things interesting, I'll say it'll beat. Oh, it's, I don't think it's scarier than Muppet's Take Manhattan, though. So I'll say it's 17. <laughs> I'll say it's 17. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so let's get into it. The let's first category, Tony, on a scale of 0 to 100, how homoerotic is Batman Forever? Mmm. Well, I mean, there's the nipples on the bat suit. There's the butt shot. Close up of his butt. We'll visit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean on here? Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, Scale of 1 to 100, I'm going to give it 67. 67, based Mm -hmm. on what? I'll have to follow it up. Uh, based on based (laughs) on color, based on the, you know, these shots that John just talked about, based on uh, the camp factor. Uh, Nicole Kidman knows what movie she's in. She plays it. She plays sort of camp. I'm not ranking it higher than sixty in the high like eighties because of Val Kilmer, who, although it, it is homoerotic to have this like these sexy buddies working together, I feel like Chris O'Don- sure. Chris O'Donnell's like a little eager puppy in his what late twenties. And sure, <laughs> very late. Val Kilmer doesn't uh, isn't doesn't respond to it as a like Adam West. I feel like was in on the joke of that in that world. That I would say is ninety eight on on this scale would be ninety eight mm-hmm. for homoerotic. Yes, for homoerotic. <laughs> but I mean, okay, a hundred. 
Um, <laughs> Adam but not that. That's not the version we're talking about. No, right? no, no. no. I'm saying by comparison. So Val Kilmer, like Val Kilmer, is the Al Pacino in this movie that waters down the gay factor. I see. And now he straightens it up. Fair enough. So sixty-seven. Yes. <laughs> Very good, John. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what is actually homoerotic in this movie. Again, I have like the nipples, some of the whole like uh, what is it, Robin's family, their little uh, trapeze act that had some sort of the, sort fam- of the flying Graysons. Yeah, the flying Graysons, even though they're family. I wouldn't say that's homoerotic, oh, but there's something very like yeah. sexy about like the uh, objectification of them. But there's, there's also nothing like about Riddler it. and Two Face are like kind of like hugging constantly, like towards the like the last 45 minutes, they're like on each other, like white on rice. That's true. They are and like they're practically embracing the entire and like Jim Carrey has his like knee up. Jim Carrey, I have to say, like having watched Grinch for the first time recently for this podcast, I was like, oh, it's the same physicality that he does for Grease as he does for the Riddler. Oh my God. For the Grinch, not Grease. That's what I meant for the Grinch. <laughs> his uh, Grease is a totally different thing. <laughs> um, he does big. <laughs> he's a big performer. Yeah. Yeah, but it felt like all of the same to me. Mm-hmm. Well, this was five years earlier. Well, then I want to go back and uh, redo some of my scores on The Grinch. I see. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a very homoerotic. I'll give it a 40. A 40. I don't think it's that homoerotic. I think it's pretty homoerotic, personally. I think you got Batman's butt, nipples on the bat suit, body piercings. Edward Nigma seems obsessed with Bruce. There's constant talk of black rubber. Dick's earring hang out a lot of biker bars. Oh yeah, Bruce, uh, convincing, mm. uh, grooming Dick to stay by showing him your car collection. Uh, Dick literally goes cruising as Batman. Uh, Riddler, as I said, Two Face get very touchy feely. Um, and in the director's commentary in the scene where they say not just a friend, a partner, Joel Schumacher says just two guys in rubber hanging out in the cave. And I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> um, is it the most homoerotic movie I've ever seen? Absolutely not. But in terms of these days, in terms of superhero movies, oh my god, this is uh, we uh, Marvel would never do this. No, no. Actually, also Although they do have a lot of shirtless shots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Um, and also, <laughs> two faces like two halves. Yeah, two halves of two different yes. people, and they're always <laughs> kissing. He's always kissing himself. Yeah, he's kissing himself. I realize I answered. Nothing more homoerotic than narcissism. <laughs> Boyfriend twins. Yes. Um, I realize I answered the question as how gay is it and not how homoerotic, but. That's okay. I already cast my vote. You did. Fair enough. It's impossible for us to change it. <laughs> That's a democracy. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a 70. It's not the gayest thing I've ever seen, but it's pretty. I think it's a lot of homoeroticism there. Uh, all right, next uh, category: actual gay characters. Hmm. The only one, maybe you could maybe make a case for, but that's not really explicit. Is like Edward Digma is obsessed with Bruce, right? Mm-hmm. Like he has his picture up. Yeah. But I think that's real. There's not much. No. Alfred, maybe we don't know, maybe. right? He is might it? be. He's pretty dedicated. He's very dedicated. Very dedicated. Very to devoted that. To, to, to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it really Alfred takes a, a shine to, uh, to uh, what's his name? To Robin, to Dick Grayson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. You can take the car. Mm-hmm. All right. You I brought you an extra change tape. of clothes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, is Jill Schumacher's camera work a gay character? <laughs> Swooping and, and swerving. Mm-hmm. And, 
moving all about, we'll just twirling around. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think there are any actual gay characters in this. There's certainly no one who self-identifies as gay right. to us, the audience. Mm-hmm. But Gotham City does seem like a very gay city. It had all those statues everywhere. So, Projected you know. lighting all the time. Yeah. Swirling mm-hmm. colored lights everywhere you yeah, look. Yeah, you're constantly in a rave in this movie. Constant rave. Yeah, a colorful and phalluses everywhere. <laughs> everywhere Every other scene is just a bunch of <laughs> colorful phalluses. Isn't that true of everywhere you go in the world, though, Tony? You just see phalluses Not the beach. (laughs) Not the beach. Not the beach. (laughs) Not even a pylon. A buoy. A jetty. (laughs) Oh, what is a jetty? (laughs) (laughs) That's like a bunch of rocks that stick out. Oh. Oh. (laughs) See, what did you hear, Mark Rennie? I heard jetty, and I didn't know what he meant. And you were like, just moving on. I'm just moving on. So, Tony, what are you going to give Batman Forever for actual gay characters? Twelve. Because I just realized Twelve. I don't want this to outrank Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> Fair this enough. is a competition. You were maybe the member. <laughs> I think you were our first guest to actually play to win. Yes. Yeah. And it made people mad. You've seen felt as the category. Yeah. Oh, I love right. Jeff Hiller's letter. I would like that. <laughs> I would like a hard copy and I want it framed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have it. We'll have it carved into wood, and then it'll be like a thing you can hang in your bathroom. Okay, do Once you they think open theme parks again where you could get those done? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be written in bamboo ink or an airbrush T-shirt. Ooh, oh, oh. perfect. Oh, short shorts with Jeff Hiller's letter just on mm-hmm. your butt. Perfect. I went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and I heard a woman speak. Right? Is that where you went? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, the Museum of the Moving Image. I Thank you. <laughs> That's Museum Erasure. <laughs> uh, John, what are you going to give uh, Batman Forever actual gay characters? I think I like I I Gotham City, so it's got to be at least ten percent for that, and I'll give an extra five for Alfred, possibly Enigma guy. So fifteen. Fifteen. Um, very democratic. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give it a zero. I have to stick to my guns. Okay. There are no actual wow. gay people in this. All right, next category, camp factor. On a scale of zero to 100, how campy is Batman Forever? Uh, there's a lot of camp going on in here. You got, mm-hmm. again, nipples on the bat suit. Uh, I think Two-Face as a villain is pretty campy. Like that, just the idea of that villain is campy. I do um, think, I was going to say, sorry, this don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but I do think the Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face is like a better realization of Two-Face than the Aaron Eckhart in The Dark Knight. Because at least mm-hmm. in this one, there's a very clear delineation between the two personalities. Like one speaks like a monster and the other one speaks like really like sophisticated and high class. Whereas the Aaron Eckhart one is just sounds like the same person the entire time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm just a fan of Two Face, is what I'm saying. That's okay. I, think this is I forgot. I keep forgetting with this movie how much he's in it. Like he really is the main villain in it. But when you think For of Batman Forever, part. you think of Jim Carrey. Ugh. Right. Yes. <laughs> his character really doesn't of, come uh, in. Jim Carrey the Riddler that doesn't show up until like more than halfway through the movie. Well, that's an origin story for you. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. He's inspired by Two Face, right? At the circus scene. Is that is that the is that what the plotty plot uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't remember you don't remember when did you watch it <laughs> we all had an assignment us. what <laughs> yeah. so what do you, how campy do you think Batman Forever is Tony uh, see my answer for homoeroticism I think <laughs> how campy I think 85 89 uh, I mean 
uh, again, the camera work flounces and trounces everywhere. The aforementioned, you know, male body, uh, black, dark rubber stuff. Black, dark rubber. Nicole Kidman's <laughs> performance. Jim. I, she knows what movie she's in. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the colors. The, and the sass. There's a bunch of sass in this. Val Kilmer's sassy as Batman. And then he is doing like a walk through the lines as Bruce Wayne. He's just doing like. Yeah, he's not a good Bruce Wayne. No, he's terrible. I don't think. I'm surprised you guys are talking about how colorful it was. I thought it was so like dark and so what many like just like. About? It's like neon green the entire time. I don't know. I found it so just like. Woo. So grim. What did you all have? Like in a not fun way. On? No. <laughs> did you watch I it? Did you watch eyes. it on Crackle? <laughs> yeah, there were commercials. There were commercials every three minutes, but I didn't pay a cent for it. <laughs> right in the middle of a scene. Oh too. my god! <laughs> Golly shit, Tony! I need a number for Camp Factor. Didn't I say I said eighty? You said eighty-seven, eighty-nine. You were of. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to commit? Yes. Eighty-seven. You t- you took improv. <laughs> May she rest in peace. (laughs) May she rest in peace. No one one will ever yes and again. I mean, do we Um, even need a class on improv? We all know how to do it now. You just yes and. Sure, you know how, so no one else, everyone else does I mean, it's in the culture. Everyone knows the term yes and now. I mean, you got to pay $500. Yeah, every guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race references it, right? You really yes and it in that challenge, and I applaud you. (laughs) It'll be some fashion designer. Uh, I think uh, uh, Jim Carrey does a lot. I especially love his bedazzled suit later, but I know we're going to get to wardrobe in just a second. I'm going to give it a 75 for Camp Factor. 75. Is Jim Carrey's right. performance camp or just like jerking off in a unitard? <laughs> Those, yes. They can overlap. <laughs> yeah. I don't you know think what? Exclusive. Thank you. I think I, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I, I yield right. my time. <laughs> Here's a list of campy things I noticed in Batman Forever. Uh, the character Batman himself, henchman with body piercings. I would say Tommy Lee Jones matching Jim Carrey in over-the-top acting. Mm. The car mm-hmm. theft deterrent device, The Club. Gotham City having its own version of the Statue of Liberty. CGI cityscape, secret passages, nipples on the Batsuit, the Bat Signal, the magazine Ms. Gotham, which I would definitely subscribe to, speaking in <laughs> tongues. Anytime you can see an actor's teeth fillings, canted camera angles, a Malaysian dream warden doll, a family of gymnasts, falling in love with a superhero, microwave popcorn, a circus family in mourning, Dick Grayson being portrayed as total trade, everything Drew Barrymore and Debbie Mazar are doing, Two-Face really committing to an aesthetic down to his hideout, and is there a bigger metaphor for the closet than the Batcave itself? Any song by the offspring, a gala, underwater fight scenes, Bruce and Dick admitting to being more than friends, but partners. Booby traps. Batman's boots with little rockets in them. And finally, Two-Face's fruity obsession with coins. Mm. <laughs> All right. So I think it's pretty campy. Is the campiest thing I've ever seen? No, but it's pretty campy. I'm going to give it a 89. The year right. Tim Burton's Batman came out. Oh. There you go. I think All right. it was Give very... an average of 83.67, oh, which sh- is higher than Ginger Snaps. What is that? A Canadian a werewolf movie. Oh, is it's it on the Criterion Collection? Because then I, I won't watch it. It's not. No. You only watch Criterion Collection. I went through you a phase. We said aren't. Oh. <laughs> yes. No, I went through a phase. You said if it is, I won't watch it. <laughs> yeah. So if it's on Shutter, you'll watch it. Oh yeah. Crackle, interrupt me every. Th- yes, please. <laughs> Remind me, it's a movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Tony, our next category, over-the-top wardrobe. I mean, Steel zero I to mean, 100. How over-the-top is the wardrobe? I mean, just Batman, Robin, uh, Two Face, the Riddler, all of them. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that they do give the villains like different looks too. They don't have just one villain costume for the whole movie. That's true. Does but they keep up changing them, updating them. Mm-hmm. Does Jim like, Riddler has a smoking jacket that lights up? Oh, yeah. Well, Joel Schumacher, right, was a costume designer, right? Before. Yep. Yeah. So you would hope, and then he <laughs> he followed through on that. Yeah. Yes. My <laughs> answer is yes. Take the boy out of the sewing room. Yes. You can't. As you can't. <laughs> See? Improv is dead. My answer is uh, yes. That's my number. Yes. So I'm, <laughs> zero to 100 translates to 89. I just like that number. It's the 89. year the Batman game. Well, Nicole. Uh, t- yeah. I mean, just for like the superhero costumes themselves, I'll give it an 89. 89. Um, I think this is all pretty crazy um, and constant. I'm going to give it a 95. Do you have a list, the Elizabeth Warren? came out. <laughs> What's that? Do you have a list, Elizabeth Warren? I do not have a list. Oh. I only do lists for Camp Brick. I, I mentioned, oh, also Two-Face's ringleader outfit was pretty great. That's pretty okay. great. Yeah. But is it over the top for a circus? Isn't it right on the money for a circus? No, a half. Sp- no, you come, John. You're being uh, <laughs> churlish. Now it's literally under the big top, so it can't be over it. That's true. Although Dick Logic. Grayson goes over the top when he gets rid of the bomb. He sure does. That's true. <laughs> wow. All right. Next category: drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Batman Forever and come away with a whole book of ideas? Like Dracula, maybe. Yeah, I think Two Face itself, like the idea of like two two characters like in one look, I think it's very uh, a drag queen could be like, oh, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if they're doing a lip sync of a duet and they could have half their face as one person, the other half is the other person. That's good. You don't? Th- I think they could do a, a whole pleaser. Batman Forever Night. Am I crazy? Like, I think you could get at least twelve distinct looks out of this movie. Yeah, one of them Batman. could be a building. Robin, sugar and spice. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. The many versions of Riddler. Mm-hmm. Okay. The many versions of Two Face. Chase Meridian. Yes, Drew Barrymore. On Alfred. Yes. I think you could do a Batman night. I don't know if you could just do a Batman Forever night. The Dayglow Gang. The henchmen with the sure. piercings. The circus people. Sure, but don't you? If you're there, the don't you also want like a poison ivy and like a. Sure. Well, you, you can't a lot go to a theme night and say, "I wish there was something else." Like, it's a theme <laughs> night, John. well, you can. That's a that's a that that would be a poorly executed theme. I night guess if you did. I don't feel that Batman Forever would be limiting. Yeah, you could protest it, but that's true. I think someone you're gonna want someone's gonna insist that they're a Catwoman in all of this. Oh, well, I just saw Batman. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't... You know, some queens, some I'm young Green twinks Goblin. are gonna argue who gets to be Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, those people are fucking it all up. <laughs> Tony, you're a drag queen, some would say. Oh, <laughs> some. <laughs> some. Very controversial. Um, I think a true artist gets inspiration. There's no limit to the inspiration that can. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know. That kid in American Beauty got inspired by a plastic bag. That's, That's true. true. And then why Oscar. Movie make you want to put your heels back on and, a, and another wig and a dress. You know it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I want to wear, yeah, pr- wear purples and whatever, like greens. Sure. Just the Crap ugliest colors. Yes. I want it to be a building, one of those a phallic mm. 
Gotham building with neons on me. Oh, yeah, Gotham City Architecture? Batman Forever for Drag Queen inspiration. I, I mean, it, it's either zero or a hundred because, as I said, it's in the artist, the inspiration. A hundred. Okay. A hundred. One hundred, I said. I'm going to go 80. 80. Why? Yeah, why? Well, There's more like... drag queen inspiration in uh, Bring It On. You get more variety out of Bring It On Boo. than you can for Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I just feel like there's more specifically Batman for Batman Forever. Yeah, I think that's about right. I'm gonna say I'm holding strong. All right, um, I'm gonna give it another 95. All righty. Oh, they hear this movie came out. Is that? Are you mocking my thing just because I came up with a thing? No, I'm. Uh, no. It's fine. All right. Okay. Next category on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend this to gay people? Do they have Criterion Channel already? <laughs> what what it's other what platforms yeah, do they yeah. have? Do they have Mubi? <laughs> yes. Do they have Fubo? Do they have Fandango, <laughs> which is somehow you can rent a movie Holy from? Holy shit! Who's running movies off YouTube? That's my question. Yeah, I don't know. It's like whatever's on your smart TV, right? Like, eh, uh, clicky click. Um, I don't sure. Well, we need a number. So what is, how does sure translate? <laughs> sure sounds like maybe the 40 to 60 range. 69. 69. 69, you sicko. <gasps> what? That's the year of the first Batman movie based on the 60s TV series. I don't know that that's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think that's true-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Probably close to true. I think so. Um, yeah, I'm. this I've, of the Batmans is pretty low. I'm going to say 40. 40. Wow, that's low. This is much scarier than the first two, though, the for Tim Burton ones, I would say. Sure. I haven't <laughs> rewatched them a lot. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Sorry. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well said. Um, I'm going to give it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm going to. How like I recommend it, Gabe? I'll give it 75. Give an average of 61.33. So, so far, we are more likely to recommend Batman Forever than Sgt. Pepper, which has a 41.67. That's so not... You rated Batman Forever higher than your own movie, John. Yeah. Is Sgt. Pepper the oh. Beatles a Beatles movie? It's a Beatles yes. movie. It's like a jukebox musical, but it stars the Bee Gees and Peter Frampton as the Beatles. What? Well, they're not the Beatles. Wow. Well, they're the Beatles. But no, they're an Americans. They're like not playing the characters. Yeah, of the but Beatles. they're basically. They but they're basically being the Beatles. Wow. They're a band that sings only Beatles songs. But they didn't start in the Cavern Club in Liverpool. They never went to Germany. And right. Sure. It's <laughs> not the story of the Beatles. You're right. They did not come from uh, Heartland, USA, with Mayor Mustard and whatever it was. Mean Mr. Mustard. Mean Mr. Mustard. Excuse uh, me. John, yeah. you get it. Your head in the game. <laughs> Our next category: the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? in Batman Forever. Mm. You know when you see a hot guy and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> damn. And then he opens his mouth and you're like, ugh. So the male gaze, I mean, you know what? Val Kilmer's fucking hot, Val, oh, gorgeous. And then, 
There are also those guys who are pretty naked who are just banging drums at that oh, one yeah, time. Oh, yeah, the circus. At the circus. That one time. Under the big top. Also, I think that mm-hmm. scene, <laughs> they shoot. There's that one slow motion shot of Dick, like, throat doing his gymnastics routine in midair, and he, like, spins mm-hmm. in slow motion. And those costumes, nothing is left to the imagination. No. Like the ja- trapeze acts, everything is shot directly up. You see, like, there might as well be naked. Mm. Am I crazy? No. Is this, am I don't I think it's that much, but yeah. It's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And I do think the scene, they put uh, Chris O'Donnell in a lot of sleeveless tees. Uh-huh. Sure. With an earring. And the scene I'm sure where it was he, in his uh, contract. I'm sh- I hope so. Mm. Uh, God bless. I was 20 when this came out, and this was uh, the right movie for me at the time. <laughs> There's that scene where Chris O'Donnell puts away the laundry with a lot of flair, oh, I, I would say. It. Like the oh, okay, kung sure. fu laundry scene. Oh, right. I think he... He invented a gray sweatpant fetish in that movie. Well, I'm sure it existed before, but it's like a great example. He brought it to the mainstream. He brought it to the mainstream, which we have to applaud Joel Schumacher. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. And also just the constant close-ups of male body parts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tony, what are you going to give this? 89. I'm taking it down because of Jim Carrey. It feels like that unit, that unitard. It's almost un, it's unsexual. I agree. I mean, it's like compared well, to like what Zack Snyder would have done, like he would have probably had like a machine gun or something. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Although Zack Snyder does like the most homoerotic and homophobic movies at the same time. Mm. Must John, be fun to be you, his therapist. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, for male gaze, I'll give it. Um, I don't know. They're still in like those big, big bulky suits a lot of the time. Uh, I'll give it an eighty. Eighty. I do think this is a good case, though. If you can tell, this movie was directed by a gay man. Yes. Like just from the movie, you could tell. Like, oh, this director is gay. Like just the aesthetic choice of the suits themselves. Like it's just highlighting the male form and more so than the women are even like ogled yeah mm-hmm. when it's not um, ogling men it's li- the camera's literally twirling around yeah <laughs> but then like you there's a close. one of the very first shots of the movie is a giant close-up of batman's butt mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for no reason just to be well, literally there's cheeky there's always a reason <laughs> oh i like that i like that one a lot cheeky <laughs> i'm gonna give this a 95 oh wow the year of there you go all right, next category: entrances with pizzazz. I mean, you got to give it to this movie on that one. I will say that. Like everyone's always like, <laughs> "Thank you, John." First, like a silhouette of the Batman. Uh, also, the first time we see Val Kilmer as Batman, they had this very specific key light on just his yes. lips. Yes, I thought that was a little pizzazzy. And in fact, Nicole Kidman at one point says to Batman, the first time he answers, she goes, "Hot entrance." Um, right. Then she looked at the camera, and right? Riddler comments, that, yeah. <laughs> and then she winked. Mm-hmm. Um, the Riddler also comments on Batman's entrance. Like, that entrance yeah. had drama compared to Two-Faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also think even the Batmobile itself has a very pizzazzy entrance, because every time we go yes. to the cave, it, like, comes up on that rotating mm-hmm. um, elevator thing, which is like, well, who built that and why? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce did. Who's that Alfred's helping? Help. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes Lucius Fox helps in the comics. Well, who? This is in the comics, Mark. Morgan Freeman and the uh, Christopher Nolan first, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for translating that. Um, uh, bat- yeah, the first thing, a lot of Batman swooping in, Batman mm-hmm. smashing through the ceiling, the circus mm-hmm. itself, entering the Batcave from that tube thing. 
Bruce Wayne breaking down the door to get to see Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yep. Yes. The Batman. The Batplane flies through the green like logo mm-hmm. on the cloud. Yes. <laughs> Tony begrudgingly admits that these entrances have possessed. I mean, those are entertaining. I felt like the entrances are entertaining. All of the action sequences were engaging. I, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I was entertained. So what are you going to give it? You had to give it a number. You guess. 89? <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Uh, you guess? John. Uh, I will give it 95, just because I do think it's all about entrances in this movie. It's all about entrances. Hmm. You thought all about my mother? How about all about hmm. entrances? How about all about entrances? <laughs> um, oh I'm going to give it a, I accidentally typed 96, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> give it an average of 93.33. There is a dearth right. of Almodovar movies on Criterion, by the way. There's maybe one. <laughs> one! All right. Get on all it! Right. There's a fucking pandemic! Criterion! <laughs> He's shooting a movie with Tilda Swinton right now. Right now? Uh, which is crazy. What? I know. Yeah, we originally asked Tilda Swinton to do this podcast, um, but she was but doing that movie. So we, caught, so we got you instead. Oh, my God. If that were true. that would I mean, I could die after this. How would she? How would she? I don't even know how she speaks. <laughs> oh, however she wants. Yeah. Okay, that's me. <laughs> that is you. You speak however mm-hmm. you want. Can't put you in a cage. Uh, yeah, you, you could. At this point, I'll try anything. <laughs> You'll try anything once. Uh, Tony, on a scale of zero to one hundred, how would you rate the dramatic lighting in Batman? Are you Forever? kidding me? Eighty-nine. It's, it's full of dramatic lighting. Everything's lit dramatically. It's lit like a cartoon. Exactly. It looks like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, like even like the scenes like that don't need to be like oh like over the like the in shot of like the bank vault like they put red like neon. Through mm-hmm. the ceiling, or like the city streets, there's just like neon everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like candy color. This entire movie. John uh, thought it looked brown for whatever reason. What it TV are you watching? This dark and sort of. I don't know what movie you thought it was conservative. No, I just thought it was just like dark and like hard to under. I felt like also like while watching the movie, especially the fight sequences, I didn't have any sense of like the space. I you know it was just like and now's a kick and now's a punch. Right, right, right. And I felt the same thing about like Gotham itself. And like, granted, it's not like I need to see a map of Gotham City, but I just. Space, it just all felt like it felt like a different movie. There's like, here's a whole bunch of footage, try to put something together, and that's what the movie feels like to me. It doesn't okay. feel like a consistent, well thought out uh, piece. It just feels like here's a bunch of things thrown together. You want like Game of Thrones laying out exactly. the land. Yes. I want them <laughs> like ABC standing stories. on top of a map of Gotham City. <laughs> this is where um, everything I is. Want, <laughs> yes. yes. I want Commissioner Gordon. Uh, having sex with his daughter, who will become Batman, because oh. I need the incest to keep okay. interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't think I the need... oversized uh, bat, uh, what's that battle? What's that battleship uh, thing gave you a good sense of space? C, B twelve. Oversized or... battleship B twelve. <laughs> yeah, when Two Face <laughs> oh, right. and the Riddler. Are, oh, like, that's right. Missiles. That's right. Yeah. No, I'm still confused. So, how would you score the dramatic lighting, John? Uh, but I do think it's like you've got. It was very like well, like very like. Uh, overlit at times but like Wayne Manor was very like the dramatic lighting just seemed for its own sake which to me just sort of felt sort of boring but there's a lot of it I'll give it an 88 88 okay uh I think it's pretty it is all kind of like of a thing I don't know if it's like the most dramatic it is like 
more for a style than actual drama or character. So I'm going to give it a 90. But I think it's got a lot of style. Wow. I think it's a fun time at the movies. Has that ever it's happened? It's like, this is what I want out of a summer movie in a lot what? of ways. Just like, just forget your troubles. It's Aww. nothing really matters. You can leave the movie for five minutes at a time. Come back. I love those. You're having a good time. Movies. They know exactly the movie they're making, I feel like. You le- if you leave the room five minutes into a Criterion Channel movie, forget it. Lost. It's like someone... And you can't even be on your phone. It's all they'll, subtitled. They'll change languages. It'll change... Exactly. And it'll refuse to let you go back to one you speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what Criterion's got a lot of? Strident women. How would you rate mm-hmm. the strident women in Batman Forever? What is, what is strident? Is that like... There's not a lot of women in Batman Forever. There's got Nicole Kidman and then Debbie Mazar and Drew Barrymore. Kind of it. That is kind that of is it. it. Well, there is the gossip columnist. Oh, sure. There's her as well, yes. Who? Whose name is literally Gossip Gertie. <laughs> Gotham's top gossip reporter. When is, what scene is that? She's at the circus. Uh, She's like the lady with those glasses, those white glasses. Oh, the yeah. Iris uh, Eiffel character? Eiffel? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but beyond that, there's just uh, Chase Brady who has, is not, she's very forthright in uh, telling Batman she's attracted to him. Yeah. She's not subtle. She's going Nicole for exactly Kidman? what she wants. Yes. Yeah. That's like her first real, I mean, that's her first time she speaks, really. It's like a monologue about how hot she thinks he is, right? Right. She, and she co-ops the bat signal yeah, just to get a date with them. a very poorly thought out. Or strident, some would say. <laughs> some would say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is, I would agree with that. Why is that poorly thought out? It worked. It got her a one-on-one meeting with a, a Batman. It was unsafe. But that's like calling nine one one to ask someone for a date. She like, wants a date. It is an emergency. I don't think so. I don't think the bat signal was meant as a as a swipe left or oh, swipe right. Oh, so you're for saying the, a fun use of the Batmobile is inappropriate in a movie? <laughs> yeah, inappropriate in a movie. You're correct. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't care for this. <laughs> that's not how the bat signal is meant to be used. No, that's not why it was designed. Do it the right way. What mm. is you know, in the Dark Knight, they smash it with the axe. That you oh. must have hated that. Oh. All the taxpayer money was wasted on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's furious. Tony, what are you going to give Batman Forever for strident women? Before I tell you, what does strident mean? <laughs> strident like means like, go for it. Usually means like someone who's like a little annoying or a little like pushy, which oh. is like. Mm-hmm. But also, I we have we also tend to think saying, of it more as yes. like a more forthright sort of like a woman who stands up for herself, who's not going to take any nonsense. But strident yeah. itself literally tends to have a sort of negative connotation, which we don't always use uh, ascribe when we do who, when we do make our scores. Who added this category? Who did add uh, this It was uh, from Sleepaway Camp, so it was... Um, Eva Anderson. Eva, Eva Anderson. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm going to say... That movie has strident women. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give this a five for the, for the Nicole Kidman uh, bat, bat signal. A five. She's on the poster of the movie. <laughs> for the one scene where she uses the bat scene. signal... That's the only time she's trying this movie? Yeah. I also would say, Tony, not that I want to bully anyone into a different score. He would would never never. do that. But there are the two. Again, I do think that the gospel columnist is kind of strident. I think the two sidekicks are pretty strident. Sugar and spice. So I think it's not just one. It's not like, oh, strident woman moment. It's just like, how are the women overall? If you still want to go with five, I totally support This is a new word for me, so I'm like feeling it out. I understand. Um, Sure, sure, sure. It sure. It like a gum, like a a sugar-free gum to me. Trident. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Uh, fine, you've bullied me into a 20. A 20! 20. 20! Four, I, yes, 20. For each of those descriptions, um, get five points. I think because all of the women we deal with are strident in some way or another, oh. um, mm. I'm going to go 66. Oh, 66! Wow. Which is the year that the first Batman, the movie, starring Adam West, came out. Yes. That's right. That's true. That is true. So you weren't um, far off when you guessed 69, Tony. No, I know. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 50 for Stride Women. I do think Batman for uh, Batman and Robin would score higher for Uma Thurman's yeah. Poison oh. Ivy. Oh, certainly. Certainly, certainly. All right, next category. On a scale of 0 to 100, how macabre is Batman Forever? Huh. Well, who, who are you asking? You, Tony. We always start with you. Not always. I can go first if you'd like. I have an answer. I'm going to say. Let's hear it. uh, What's the inverse of 89? It would be 21. 98. 21. 11. 21. 11. Oh, you're right. 11. That's math. Um, (laughs) 11. Because of of the camp factor and all the colors and and that flouncy, flouncy camera, any macabre element is like... Offset. Offset. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's my, that's my argument. All right, giving it eleven. Uh, I think <laughs> it's a little more. Uh, I think like even just like the creepiness of it, like the weird design of it, and like those the glow people. But um, it never felt like scary to me. No. Um, so I'm gonna give it. A, I'll give it a thirty-four. Thirty-four. You gave Sergeant Pepper a seventy. Yep. So much this more is macabre. half. A, that's much more macabre <laughs> than Batman, yeah. which has Absolutely. actual people dying. It yes, has uh, that people die in Sergeant Pepper's. People come back to life in Sergeant Pepper's. How does she uh, die again? She falls off a thing. One yeah, person she, dies. Yep. This has She's manipulating brainwaves, suicide notes, shattered mm-hmm. psyches, doing mm-hmm. gymnastics without a death. That's just my opinion, Mark. It's just my opinion. <laughs> oh. Death of the Graysons, mind mm-hmm. probes, a Halloween mm-hmm. exists, jack-o'-lanterns, young Bruce in the Batcave, that creepy bat flying towards him, and then mm-hmm. Riddler getting too much brainwaves and turning into a deformed freak, and then Arkham Asylum at the very end. And also Tommy Lee Jones falling onto the rocks by the ocean. I, exactly. I'll give it a 55. Right. Elizabeth Warren bullied me into a higher ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just simply listing the facts. If that convinces mm-hmm. you otherwise, blame the facts, not me. I do. I um, usually do. I'm going to give it a 60. Oh. It's not the most macabre movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. but Of course not. I think Batman is kind of inherently macabre. I mean, he's a Batman. Sure. Sure. How many? Thro- how- I mean, he's a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did they it's have? It's got to be macabre, <laughs> oh <God>. right? <laughs> How many times did they have that the origin fucking story? I felt like it was at least the death twice. of the Wayne. Don't need it. Ugh. It was at least well, twice. This was on the earlier side of it when we, it wasn't so overdone yet at that point because I don't think it happens in Batman Returns. Well, but the whole thing in Batman Forever, like they cut out a scene where the whole B story of Bruce Wayne is like he feels responsible for his parents' death because he he believed that he convinced them to go see. Zorro. So he thought he pestered his parents into go seeing the movie. Mm-hmm. So he blames himself. But that red book he realizes what he finds in the cave is that his it was he, his parents' choice to see the movie. Bruce didn't want to, so its guilt is absolved. Mm-hmm. So that scene is deleted, and so essentially Bruce Wayne has no arc in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. on the cutting room floor. Hmm. Hmm. Speaking of cutting room floor, how would you rate 
on a scale of zero to 100, the wigs of Batman Forever. How is that a segue? Oh, cutting room. Hair. <laughs> Hair. You got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Hair salons are often called the cutting room, and just not just because of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, not, 11. 11. Out of 100? There's out of a 100? lot of wigs in this movie. The Riddler has multiple looks. That's not Jim a Carrey, wig. Especially before he becomes the Riddler, and then he becomes the Riddler. Two-Face oh, has got a weird half-and-half half wig. Oh, yeah. Sugar Debbie Mazar and Drew Barrymore. Have re- and also, at the very end, the, the, the scientist who comes in to check in on Arkham Asylum, his name is Rene Aubergenois. Uh, he has a very notable wig on in that little scene that he's got Do you right know there. what his character name is, John? It's the no, clue what of what he is modeled after. He's oh. Dr. Burton. So I think he's meant to look like Tim Burton. Oh, oh. He's a sense, I guess. Okay, sure. Unshampooed, greasy, mm-hmm. always thinking about curlicue tree branches. Mm. That's Tim Burton. That's Tim Burton for you. I think there's tons of wigs in this. Yeah, I think this is a pretty wiggy movie. I mean, for sure. The Riddler looks very Annie Lennox. Yeah. <laughs> He's very like, there's an androgynous mm-hmm. element to the Riddler. Sure, if you spell wig, W-I-G, yes. If you spell a W-H-I-G, Oh, There's I much see. Less. You were thinking There's, the political party. You were thinking the party. political party, yeah, the yeah. The defunct <laughs> political party. I, I see where you're coming They do have a strong, they're still alive and well in the city of Gotham. <laughs> That's why you gave it an 11? And you do not want to go into their cutting room. No, <laughs> no. sir. It's all politics. No, honey. <laughs> so what are you going to give this for wigs, the one that go on your head? For the political party, 11, as I said. Yes. Um, but the, the year that they, fa- that they uh, what's it called, fell apart. Um, for WIG, 66. 66. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this an 86. 86. Why? That is that the year Beetlejuice came out? <laughs> is it? No, I don't think uh, so. Because I think with the exception of Batman and Robin, pretty much all of the main characters have a significant wig. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and it's also like very clearly a wig. Alfred's hair looks real. I think it is. That's true. Nicole Kidman. Um, I, too, am going to give it an 86. Gain an average of 79.33. Okay. okay. All right, next category. Quips. How quippy is Batman Forever? It's full of quips. Doesn't mean that the actors deliver them well. But sure. I mean, Batman's a bitch. Ouch. Oh, Catwoman <laughs> is in the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only read Batman and I wanted to commit to this. I don't have, I don't, I've never seen Batman forever. I can't commit to it. But Catwoman's hot. Oh my God, is that the bar? I miss parties. <laughs> um, 89. 89. Well, I, wait, no, if we're comparing it to like the women. Then, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all about it. Always. Always we're comparing it to the women. But of the Batman movies, this might be the most all of, closest to all about Eve. <laughs> of every Batman movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Batman huh. Returns is more closer to all about Eve. That's a stronger female presence. Is Bruce anyway. Wayne mm-hmm. Betty Davis? <laughs> Eve Ensler is Robin. Betty Davis. <laughs> <laughs> There's your drag queen. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Quarantine brain. 
It's a little slower than usual. John, how would you rate those clips, quips, and bam? You were I just feel like chuckling the entire time, having a delightful moment on your crackle uh, TV. Could you, you give me your... some of your like specific quips that you're thinking of that you were like, "Oh, this is an iconic quip." Look, I'm not movie. saying they're like hilarious. I'm just saying this screenplay is written like insert quip here. Every other line. <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying it's like a good, these are the funniest jokes, but there are yeah. a lot of quips. The screenplay is mostly quips. I guess and not ri- everything the Riddler and Two-Face say is essentially a quip. Yeah, I guess Riddle so. me this. That's a quip, right? Yeah. Caffeine sure, will sure. kill you. Serves up big kahuna. Ugh. Mm. I'm not giving I'm not them points for that. I'm not saying these are hilarious, but I'm there not, are. Okay. I'm going to give it. They I do think exist. Sure, sure. But they're not good. Sure. Um. I never said I'm they were. I'm gonna give it a 40. I don't know. There's just this movie just didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. 40. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. It's pretty. When I think of the screenplay, I think of like, oh, there's. I'm never gonna think of the great monologues of Batman Forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give it a 60 because it is 60. Okay. Quips. All right. Next category: vibrato. So for this, in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean like anything more like on a moment, like that sort of is zhuzh or anything extra they give you. So like I see. they give it to you a little bit more, but you'll like it. I see. Is there anything extra about Batman Forever? I can't think of anything. <laughs> I watched it on Crackle TVs, so it was very plain. <laughs> and add two seconds into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's annoying to watch anything on there. It truly is. I don't know so many what they are thinking. They <laughs> clearly don't spend the time to actually place the commercials. They really, it, yeah. No, it's just an algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's awful. Um. Eighty-nine. I would eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. <laughs> you know, Tony, you're consistent. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's pretty extra. I think, to me, the vibrato kind of is all Jim Carrey. Like, I feel Ugh. like his performance more than you anyone else. You think Tommy like, Lee Jones is pretty understated in this? No, I don't think that so much. I think it's You think the, the production design is understated in this? You think mm. the costume design I think it's is understated? Pretty, <laughs> I don't think it's understated. I just think it's off. I'll give it, uh, I'll give it a 82. 82! What did I say? 89, right? You said 89. Well, also, I'm going to say Jim Carrey's performance is literal vibrato, right? Doesn't he go like... I would say so. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is like an amazing, though, like physical... Like the things, like the poses, he is like a literal cartoon character of like just yeah. hitting these poses with his body. Like, in, in you know... These he weird becomes, hieroglyphics he it's so <laughs> crazy. contorts himself into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it a 90. It's pretty vibrato. Mm-hmm. All right. Last category in the canon categories, footwork. How would you rate the footwork of Batman Forever? Mm. A lot of running. Well, again, there's Jim Carrey's little Grinch walk that he does. And he, he does, does a lot dance of with Nicole Kidman. A lot of cane and the work. the cane work. But the acrobats. Jim's mark. The acrobat. What'd you say? I said canes aren't feet, Mark. But he's kicking it with his foot a lot <laughs> to, like, okay, flip it right. up and spin it. Canes are not feet, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah. Dancing at Nygma's gala. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The fight, also, the fight sequences are footwork. Yeah. yeah. There's that one fun one when Bruce slides across like the table in Wayne Manor, and then it like flips mm-hmm. up. Kicking down the door. 
He has literal jets come out of his feet at one point. <gasps> oh, how trap. fun is that? Come on. I think that's fun. <laughs> Driving up the, a wall of a building, that's fun. We don't need to see how he gets out I of that or what happens next. It doesn't matter. Crash a helicopter in the Statue of Liberty, that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. There's a purple thing the next shot. You don't care about it. <laughs> There's a, statue, a gothic statue lit from below with a bright spinning light. Mm-hmm. That's the next thing to look at. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to give this for footwork, Tony? I mean, it's not uh, it's not footloose footwork, but I'm going to give it no, a 66. Fair. That's fair. I'm going to give 66. it a 66. There's footwork in it. I would probably give it a 50, except the last shot is literally them running to the camera, right? I'm like, mm, okay, I'll that's give you true. some mm, That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I will give it at a 72 for footwork. 72. Um, we'll give it 73. Why not? Sure. 72 is the year they shoot horses, don't they? Uh, that know. movie has footwork. I think that's 27. <laughs> <laughs> 72 is Cabaret and The Godfather. Oh, that's right. You're right, actually. I, you're right. You know you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tony, this takes us to the wheel categories. Any category that is neither canon, which we just got through, or bonus is consigned to the wheel. Yeah, so these are other categories that guests have brought in that haven't just quite made it to canon. Are you ready? Go for it. All this little wheel. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. Those things are very high tech. Real bodies. Real bodies. (laughs) Well, this is not a movie. I guess Tommy Lee Jones and Commissioner Gordon. Val Kilmer uh, goes rock smart shirtless. But he's got, I mean, real bodies are ones like people that don't look. Not just Hollywood people. Like, do you allow actual humans? I see what you're saying. Um. Alfred? What year did the women come out? 39? <laughs> 39. <laughs> Even the dog's a woman. 39. 39. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go 20. I feel like it's all just like gorgeous people. Ugh. <laughs> uh, all those acrobats. Come on. Give me an acrobat who's like with a dad bod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate how people are saying like Zach Efron now has a dad bod. Like, no, he that doesn't. He's still massive. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. He's it gives people like me who actually have a dad bod <laughs> insecurity. But I don't. I don't care what I look like. Uh, I'm going to give it a 23. <laughs> give an average of 27.333. think uh, the first time we've actually done that category. Let's just say That's like a 40s um, ticker taper news thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Legendary billboard. Okay. They're going to make up some okay. points here, I think. Okay, what do you have for that? Well, you didn't see anything, John? I saw a billboard for like a, it looked sort of like a crossword puzzle, but it wasn't for anything. What about It wasn't like Coke or anything. What about when they literally fly a helicopter through the advertisement for the eye doctor thing? The tired eyes? They literally fly through it and it explodes. Oh, Okay. Are you not entertained? I sort of remember that. Yeah, yeah. You sort of remember. I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah. It happened in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I guess to me that wasn't legendary. It wasn't like Dr. Zizmore or anything like that. You know, it was like a, it was a billboard, but it didn't feel legendary. It didn't feel like iconic. I mean, it's the shape of an eye and it's made out of glass and it explodes. Right. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a billboard to me. But it's a Gotham City billboard. It's bigger than life. 
Uh, sure, sure, of course. Yeah, I mean, you could drive <laughs> up the side of a building. What is it if it's not a billboard? It's an advertisement. I, it is a billboard. I'm just Outside, saying it wasn't a legendary billboard. It wasn't just like a sign on the street. It wasn't like, to me, it wasn't like, oh, like when you see. So if it was lesser, it like, would be oh, more legendary. If it was no, lesser, it was, like a it more was, billboard It was for a world. thing that I wanted it, it rather than this sort of made up eye doctor. So if it was a real advertisement, you would have thought that was more legendary. I bet it would have seemed more legendary to me. Like but if it was like this came Oprah doing a Revlon which is not real either. <laughs> right, but it was like, but it, it was an actual billboard on Sunset Boulevard. You know what I mean? Like, and she was. This a is an actual billboard in Gotham City. I yeah, okay, sure, legendary billboard. You're, st- you're standing on San John, <laughs> which is I think you're like just the repeating beach. the same argument. So go ahead. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Tony, what are you going to give this for legendary billboard? I'll take this question. So I believe <laughs> that a 100 in this category. Whoa. No, no, wow. no, 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 okay. no, no, no. A, let me finish my sentence. A 100 sure. in this category would be oh. like Blade Runner, right? Would you? That's the high. Sure. I can't consider. Do you have a specific? Short of like a, two, a feature length commercial right, that had right. billboards in it. That's, I don't yeah. think, a higher achievement in this category. As we have yet to see then Blade Yeah, it's yet to be brought in. So the year of the women, 39 for this one. Just for that, that, one, bill, that one billboard that gets crashed into. I think uh, just, I'll give it a 50. Wh- 50. Why higher than my means? Just because a 50 is sort of like an even, and so then he can't complain. Oh, oh make the wife that. happy. I get it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, for billboards, I'm going to give it a 60. Okay. Not too crazy. No. Um, <laughs> all right. Spin that wheel. As we said, legendary billboards brought to us by Kate Raft and Bradley Cooper's A Star Is Born. Oh, this one's good. Teamwork. Teamwork. Oh, I remember this dreamwork. one. Mm-hmm. I remember this one. I mean, this is literally the forming of a team. You got Bruce and Alfred. Late. Well, they're already spies. there. You could say that, like, the whole Batman Robin thing, because they're that, fighting so that a doesn't lot. Count. So sort of like, well, I'm just saying that, like, they're not working together for a while at first. Sure. Riddler and Two-Face. I mean, you got all these they gangs that are very coordinate mm-hmm. their looks, that Dayglow gang. The Acrobats I mean, are a team. Sure. The Acrobats, the Grace, the, the Flying Graysons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are you going to say for teamwork? 39. 39. 39. The, the, the principal teamwork on display comes into, like, late into the third act. Hey, buddy, you want to be partners? Okay. <laughs> wow, you really captured it. I, I know, I know. You should do the audiobook for this movie. Okay, um, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> he booked it. Oh, uh, I'll thank give it you. an 80. 80. 80. It's because it's, is that because it's a theme? It's a moral of the fucking movie? Well, yeah, teamwork yeah, makes like the teamwork is like a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because teamwork is something that they talk about, like, yeah, like even if it does take them to the end of the movie to achieve the ultimate version of teamwork that they're headed towards. But that's At how they win. Is part of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the year Lawrence of Arabia came out, 62. 62. Okay. Um, <coughs> I'm also going to give it an 80. That sounds right to me. All right. Last wheel category. This just in. Team Allied forces. Take- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mannequins. Mannequins. Mm-hmm. 
That was right. The uh, there was the like the Ask Zoltar machine for the Riddler. That's kind oh, of mannequin. Yes, yes. kind of plays um, a part. It somehow it comes plays alive a part. for no reason. When they go to the courthouse, there are a lot of statues of people, like the justice statues. Those are kind of mannequin-y. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Val Kilmer's performance is a little stiff. That's very mannequin-y. <laughs> but I also think like there were times in the Batcave where you see like different things of like bat costumes, like on sure. things. That's a little mannequin-y as well. So there's definitely Absolutely. some mannequins going on in here. There's some man. We're not. We don't want to. There's no dearth of mannequins. We would say. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, a mannequin gets multiple close-ups in this movie. Which one? The Riddler one. Oh the right, Zoltar the Zoltar. Oh yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. Hey. Uh, back to the homoerotic category, just really Please. because I just thought uh, of this. This was an hour ago, yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> well, what else are you doing? It's the pandemic outside. <laughs> Nothing. See, uh, Val Kilmer's stiff performance as Bruce Wayne. He's literally walking around. He's just a dick. Do you think that is awesome? <laughs> you think that's a metaphor? Yes, for penis. Homoeroticism. Uh- do you want to update your score to reflect it? I don't remember what I said. 89, did I nope. say? I no, I don't need to update my score. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but what about for mannequins? The year of wings, 27. <laughs> 27. Was it 27 or 29? Wow, 29. That was the first Oscar, right? I don't know. Academy yeah. Award, excuse me. It had not yet been uh, christened the Oscar. It's called Oscar yet. That was Batty Davis that named that. That's exactly right. John, what are you going to give this for mannequins, your favorite category? Uh, um, First of all, you're correct. Wings was 1927. I apologize. Um, uh, Do you want to update your score? I will give it for... No, that had nothing to do with this. I will give it a 50 for mannequins. 50. Holy Um, shit. I was right. (laughs) You were correct. I'm happy to admit it. Thank you. I'm going to give it a 45 for mannequins. Okay. Okay. All right, now we are to the guest category. And now let's just kind of like maybe workshop something. To, did you have a pitch maybe, Tony? Do you have something? No. Oh, okay. So what were you thinking, Mark? <laughs> I was thinking we've done like over-the-top award, but we've never done like over-the-top like production design. Ooh. Or set design. Ooh. We've never really touched that. Uh, that is correct. Mm-hmm. So how would you want it to, to over-the-top set design? Yeah, or over-the-top production design. Same thing, right? Over the top sets, does that make it easier? So what would be like a hundred, you think, in this category? Like if this is the category, what is like a hundred? I mean like the Grinch would be crazy, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Blade Runner. Marriage story would be like, a zero. Where you're like are creating a world that is not the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just over the top set. You know, I think female mm-hmm. trouble would also do really great here. Because mm-hmm. they have like ra- the walls are wrapping paper for a lot of the scenes. <laughs> Okay. Is that over the top, or is that just uh, doing That's what you o- can to when make? It looks, when you make your house <laughs> is that look gorilla like a filmmaking? present? Sure, sure. That <laughs> to me seems... Top. Sure. Fair, fair. It was a heightened apartment. Over the top production values. Yeah. Production design. Design. Uh, uh, sounds good to me. What do you think, Tony? I agree. <laughs> over the top <laughs> okay. production design. Three wigs have it. Okay. So, Tony, what would you give Batman Forever for over-the-top production design? I mean, high nineties, ninety-five, ninety-five. I mean, it's all that's that's the movie. 
That is the movie. Because I think especially compared to like, if you like, I love the Marvel movies, but they all look pretty anonymous for the most part, you know, except for some of like, even like Wakanda kind of, you know, yes, there's influences there, but like, it's not, they're not taking big, crazy chances there. You know, there's very much a house style and this Mm -hmm. looks crazy, which is like fun, I think. The most normal scene is the one where Batman or Bruce Wayne knocks down, what's your face's door? Nicole Kidman. Chase Marine. Chase but Mar- even yeah. she has like these crazy murals. Right. But that's office. like the most. Yeah. That's the understatement. Yes. English. <laughs> John, what are you going to give this for over the top production design? I got to say, I know we've said this before. I found this movie to be so drab and so just like dark in such a boring way. Open um, your eyes, hunty. Hunty. They were open. Get off of crackle, hunty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched this movie with three other people, and none of them made it halfway through the movie. My roommate refused to watch it with me. He refused. He turned his back to the television, and I maybe watched Real Housewives. (laughs) You can watch both. Those are the real villains. Yes. Talk about camp. Let's talk about a strident woman. (laughs) Oh, Um, I understand the word now. That would be, now you get get it. it. Now you get it. it. (laughs) I'm going to give this for uh, 70. 70. Okay. Just so I don't bite your head off, I feel is like what that is. <laughs> Kick um, the wife up, yeah. Just you don't, yeah. Your fist doesn't come through my computer screen and punch me. I mean, I think this is almost consistently wall to wall over the top. Like the, to me, this is what I think about when I think of over the top. So I'm gonna do a hundred. Okay. Fair enough. Wow. All right. Now we're into the bonus round, Tony. Okay. So that now, so these- now instead of zero to a hundred points, we're gonna score zero to five percent each. Okay. So the movie won't be penalized for not scoring well. This, this oh, will I see. Be added to the score. Can I add a this category? Is the change we made. Are we over time? No, you had your chance. <laughs> you already did that. <laughs> you might have a category in here already. Yeah, you never know. Let's find out. We'll see. Maybe. I don't know. Our first one makeover montage. Hmm. Uh, well, there's the literal opening of the movie is like Batman's. There's two Batman suiting up. That's not a makeover. That's routine montage, I would say. <laughs> right? This there's is my a, day. Um, I do think like there is something makeovery too, like adding like your arsenal. Yeah. You know, suiting. He's up. also become. He is becoming a different identity. I think in those moments. And then there's also the montage where Nig- the Nigma Tech box is like becoming a sensation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a montage, and people are becoming. Uh, Dumb, (laughs) 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 for lack of a better. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh huh, sure, sure. (laughs) You don't ever really see like it. Never seems like Riddler or Two Face are getting any smarter. For all the talk of like, (laughs) Uh we're stealing people's brain power. Like people don't. There also does. You never see also anyone getting like dumber. You know what I mean? For all the talk of what this thing is doing, right? We're just kind of told, and then it. I guess you know that's an extra thirty minutes. John's yawning. All right, we want to give this for makeover montage. Zero to five. Zero to five. Oh, I see. I see. And then we take the average of each. I see. Of us. Um, three. Three. I'll give it a two. Two. Um, I'll give it 2.5. Giving it a 2.5. 2.5. All right. Next one. Angry phone hangups. Ooh. Are there any angry phone hangups? There's not a lot I of didn't phone catch calls. any. No. There's some bad signals. There's some bad signals. That's and he's mad true. when he finds out Nicole Kidman just used it to call him. That's true. I don't think so. I don't think there are. 
Any dramatic? You like to say often angry phone hangups are a dramatic exit, John. Somehow, yeah. If it's sort of <laughs> noticeably it's silent when it comes to this movie, though. S- s- <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of like what is like a dramatic, like, uh, like a. Do any of the villains have one when they're like leaving a fight or something? I don't think so. I don't think mm. so. Zero. Zero. I'm gonna give it a point five because I bet there's something that's like an angry phone hang up in there somewhere. You just to be sure, you're not. You yeah, don't remember. Just to be sure. I do that okay. for one. Mm-hmm. One okay. more audited later on. Oh, okay. Exactly. Just yeah. in case. I don't want anyone okay. coming at me with receipts. You know. Oh right. No. Like Jeff no. Heller telling me what felt is, which I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> he schooled me. We don't want. We don't want to get an email from Debbie Mazar screaming yeah, at exactly. us. Please Hello. get an email from Debbie Mazar. I would I'm love getting the ratings. What the <laughs> When I was friends with Madonna. Oh. All right. Next. The angry phone calls category. there, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Titular theme song. Ooh. Well, there's no song that says Batman Forever, but there are at least there, two this songs. Is a very that we good soundtrack. With the movie. Yes. I think this uh, is like the only good U2 song. I think this wow. is their best song. <laughs> Hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. I think that's their mm-hmm. best song. That sounds like it sounds and like a rejected James Bond movie. Oh right, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, so we got those two. So it was a pretty strong. But although, like watching it again, I was like, "Oh, Kiss from a Rose" is not even like the first song when they do the credits. It's like the end credit. Yeah, it's after that. But it's like but, they do another song and then they do "Kiss from a Rose." But right. I feel like that song makes me think of this movie immediately. Right. Three and a half. No one ever actually does take a kiss from a rose. No. No. Uh, Tony, what are you going to give this for titular theme song? There's no song that says, and that was Batman forever. Oh, well. <laughs> he thinks he's so clever. Well, by those standards, zero. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Right? Uh, I will give it a 2.5 because I feel like those songs both sort of evoke the movie in a very specific way. Yes. I will also give it a 2.5 for that. Okay. Poetic license with uh, interpreting the categories. I see. Absolutely. We're allowed to. Okay. All right. I think we're going to make up some points here. Fun fonts. Oh. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we got the Warner's logo morphing into the bat symbol, which is a font of a sort. Mm -hmm. Uh, Letters flying at the screen. I do think the Riddler's question mark has a great look, like on all his envelopes. And like, I think I love the style of that question mm-hmm. mark. Yeah. I do think it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. When it takes over the bat signal. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Nigmatech mm-hmm. logo mm-hmm. looks very 90s to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. All the Riddler's riddles have fun fonts. That's true. Yeah, sort of like cut from magazines, sure. Yeah. Yep. And also all of Gotham City, there's like signs, uh, even though John barely saw any, but there's uh, mm-hmm. signs akimbo uh, left and right. That's true. Does Miranda Priestley exist in this universe and did the Riddler cut? Uh, you know what? We don't have time for this. <laughs> uh, four and a half is my answer. 4.5? Yes. Fun Great. fonts. Uh, I'll give it a three. Three. I'm going to give it a Five. I mean, I think this is what we're talking about with fun fonts. <laughs> For me, anyways. You're always talking about Batman Forever. <laughs> always. And why shouldn't I? And forever. Um, next category, cheerworthy cameos. Huh. Well, to bring them up again, Rene Auberjonois at the very end. Yes. I was you have George happy. Wallace you know, is the mayor. George Wallace is the mayor. Those are the two I wrote down. Also, um, Elmer Fudd and with Sylvester and Tweety That's are in it for a hot very second. Very good. Okay, there you go. That's Thanks. how you know it's a Warner Brothers movie. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. There's also the guy, he's not a celebrity, 
but it is a cameo and it's not a cheer but i do, it does make me laugh every time you see it when batman like smashes through a screen and like they close do a camera push in on nicole kidman but there's a guy right over her shoulder that goes uh-huh. batman yeah and like it's clearly <laughs> like 80 yard it's so delightful to me it's so because oh, also that. i would say if batman crashed through the ceiling you wouldn't say batman <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Yes, Queen! Come through! <laughs> so what do you want to give us for cheerworthy cameos, Tony? Just for that one alone, three. Three and a half. A three. Three and a half. Three and a half. I'm going to give it a two. Two! Our words fell on deaf ears. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. All right, next category. Pool trouble. Pool trouble? I didn't see any There's pools, no but they pools. are in like what the... Uh, what I want to call the Hudson River, but maybe it's the Gotham River. I don't know. I don't. Um, when are so you? So there's some like water about? stuff happens. There is water stuff. Mm-hmm. They are about they're being held over. There is a pool that uh, Chase and Robin are in those canisters hanging oh. over. The thing. Oh, there's okay. water under that, and there's also spikes over it. Is that a that pool? they're trying to be rescued from? Okay, is that not a pool? Sure. I don't know. And I think that's a lot of trouble. That is a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> it is a lot this were the TV show, they would have ended an episode off of that. Yes, they would have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I think that's the, oh, there's a lot of pools of lights. Sure. Pools of but lights. The, I, yes. Is there trouble though? In those pools of well, lights. I mean, it's constant. Sure. Yes. Constant. Tony, what do you want to give us for pool trouble? One, You've heard the, both sides. One, just for those those, <laughs> those tubes of death. <laughs> tubes of death. Uh, talk about my weekend. Am I right? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a two. Two. Were you going to we'll brunches indoors? I mean, there's there's a pool of water with spikes over it. Mm-hmm. It's the climax of the film. <laughs> All right, next category: sassy best friend. Alfred. I mean, I think Alfred, but he's not very sassy. Well, he does say at one point, uh, you really are quite bright, despite what people say. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, right, girl. Shade. <laughs> I mean, he's. The library is open. <laughs> I just dusted it. <laughs> I mean, he's Dick's British, right? Sassy. So is, is that his hundred? I mean, how? Yeah, that's, that's a, him, that's a yeah. British hundred right there. That's yes. a British hundred if I ever saw it. Call that a pound. Woo, boy, this is fun. <laughs> I'm Do we think Dick fun. is sassy? Uh, He's very, like, petulant. Yeah. Smart like, ass. a bad boy. Smart ass, I'd say. I wouldn't say. Smart ass teen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A real lippy 28-year-old teenager. Mm-hmm. He was 25 at the time of the film. Okay. Was there something he had to go to see a social worker? Because it's, I know it's like, I don't know what. This whole thing was, yeah, this whole thing was uh, social work credits that he had to do. Like, how does Bruce Wayne get to adopt a child? <laughs> I don't know how, I guess his age is indeterminate, undetermined. Mm-hmm. Seems like mm-hmm. he's over 18 at least. Yeah, he's, he's over 18. But, but he needs to be adopted in some way. Right. I don't think they ever say the word adoption, though, do they? remember i don't think so okay great uh <laughs> what do we want to give this for a sassy best friend also he's his alfred is an employee i wouldn't say that's a best friend that's true do we think two-face and riddler are best friends oh they're pretty sassy and also sugar and spice maybe but we don't know that we don't know 
We can intuit a little bit. Sure. Yeah. If the character doesn't come out as gay, we, can, we can't intuit that. But sure, we can intuit best friends. Sure, I know how this works. Um, <laughs> what is your horse in this race? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just want Muppets to say hi. That's yeah, that's right. Um, Isn't it more fun now? I got a stake in the game. <laughs> it is. It is. So what do you want to give it for sassy best friends? One. A one. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it a two. One for Alfred and one for Sugar and Spice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two women equal one man. Wow. Oh, John. Yes. Wow. Welcome to my math. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also going to give it a two. For the All same for reasons? Sugar and Spice. Okay. Okay. One for Sugar and one for Spice. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next category. I might make up some points here. A bold lip. A bold I mean, okay. lip? There is the aforementioned spotlight on Val Kilmer's lips. There's that. Two Face himself. Half of his lip is very yes. bold. And Nicole Kim and I was watching, her lipstick is pretty consistently like a dark maroon. Yes. So it's not like bold in an eye-catching way, but it is bold in a sort of like... It pops against her blonde hair. It Indeed it does. <laughs> I see. And I think Jim Carrey has like a blush-colored lip. I'm sure point. it's been brushed with color at some point. <laughs> but Too Faced is very bold. I He's, mean, that's yes. a bold lip. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. It's purple. <laughs> and it's only half... And sneery. Oh, that's bold. bold. To only do half your face. It's ribald. Cindy Crawford could never. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? Cindy Crawford could never. It's a bold lip, Tony. What do you want to give it? Zero to five percent. Two and a half. Two point five, he says. I will give it a four for bold lip. Wow. Oh, because you're one for each lip that you mentioned. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> uh, four sounds right to me. I'll give it a four. Sure. All right. Next category: witches. How witchy is Batman Forever? Mm. They have that weird Malaysian dream warden. Malaysian dream warden doll, oh, which yeah. is not real. Yeah. I googled it. Okay. So that's sort of like supernatural and sort of like witchy. Is there something witchy to like leaving riddles for people? You know, I feel like there's a witchy element. It's almost mm-hmm. like Rumpel still skinny. You know, there's something sure. fairy also, tale. living in a cave. That's pretty living witchy. Living in a cave. That's. Is that a witchy Bats. thing? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Really I have new wing of bat. Very common. Um, uh, <laughs> very it common. It's like what's salt it and pepper. Ingredient. Ingredient. That's yeah, it's called pepper. <laughs> bat wing pepper. Oh. <laughs> so good. We'll change all the chicken you make. Oh, my God. Blue Apron is amazing. I highly recommend sending you these fun ingredients. These well, we all know nothing bad ever happens from eating bats. Tony, too what are you soon, give Mark. Which... <laughs> Way too soon. Like if there We're isn't in a the vaccine. Midst of this, yet. Mark. Wow. Wait, is it from? It's from bats, right? Or is that okay? Yeah. That's what they think. I think. I don't yeah. Know. Um. Hmm. For all these reasons and more, one. One. I'll give it a two. Okay. Two. Um. I'm gonna give it a one. It's not that witchy. Not that witchy. All, all right. right. Next category. How Korean is it? How Korean is Batman Forever? Who had it? What movie was this inspired by? Parasite. From Parasite. <gasps> One uh, Best Picture, Tony. Remember? I, uh, Heard no. of it. Earlier the Criterion this year. Edition will be out by the time we talk about this. Oh, yeah. Don't leave the room. Sorry, it's not a, a mode of our movie. It isn't. I already, it isn't. Correct. That's a truth statement. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't pick up on anything Korean. In I didn't either. There were two Asian actors in it, and I think they were both Chinese. Yeah. Zero. Zero. I will have to go zero as well. As will I. <gasps> Unanimous. All right. Okay, here next we go. category. Here we go, Tony. On a scale of zero to five percent, how much felt 
is in Batman Forever. What faggot brought this category into this mix? <laughs> Look in the mirror. <laughs> I'm in a Zoom right now. Look in the mirror when we're done. Okay. God. Um, felt. I think like a lot of the Riddlers, that one in the Zoltar the machine stuff. looks pretty felty. I think a lot of like the, the decorations at some of the parties. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some felt going the on in there. That day glow. I'm sure Sugar and Spice are wearing some felt. Yes. Yes. Um, there might actually, now that I have been schooled, more felt in this movie than there was in any Muppets production. Interesting. Yeah. Which, you know, we can all learn and yes. grow. I'm glad you're open to learning. That's all we can ask Learning, for. like felt, is a process. Oh. That's beautiful, John. That was so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. you should get that right, written on your in your kitchen, like in scripts. I'm cross-stitching it right now. <laughs> okay, wonderful. <laughs> should any listener um, not know, I was talking about myself when I said faggot. Because <laughs> this is the category you That's brought in. Right. Brought in. Mm-hmm. Curated. I cure. Oh, I love that word. Just like a Criterion Channel. Uh, exactly. Produced whatever. <laughs> well, since you're the uh, feltiest guy we know, <gasps> that I'm not calling you a sluss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how would on a scale of zero to five percent, mm. what do you give Batman Forever for felt? You know what? Just because, of, mostly because the title could be, be played with like Batman felt ever. Ooh, it could. It really it could. could. I'm gonna it's give it. A, I'm gonna give it. <laughs> what, what are you giving it? <laughs> three and a half. Three and a half. I'll give it a three for felt. I think there's so much weird material and, and uncommon stuff. There's got to be some felt going yeah. on there. I will also give it a three. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Hmm. I don't think we can do I don't, Alfred? I, there's no yeah. really gay roles. Alfred, maybe? But I don't think he's gay. He's just he's British. Man. Yeah, he's just yeah. British. Zero. Can't be gay and British. Classic confusion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Zero. Tony. Zero. Zero. I'll have to go zero as well. Tough but fair. <laughs> All right, next category. Themes of mothers. Well, well, it's just Dick just die, and then Bat, and so does uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne sees his mother die. But it's not really part of the. They don't really it talk does about kind the mother of specifically. Death of the parents is more like overall, mm-hmm. and you have, you have to your found family, your chosen family. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't feel they don't talk about like they don't really talk about family that much, though. Mm-hmm. Well, it's understood. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, it's implied. It is felt. <laughs> it's it implied every five minutes the when movie. they do a flashback to Bruce Wayne's origin story. Mm-hmm. Or Batman's. You want a movie about mothers? There's an Almodovar movie called Todo Sobre Mi Mother. <laughs> All about my mother. Not on Criterion. No. Mm. Maybe on a Blu ray, though. I'm sure Come on. somewhere. You're not spending for. They, Barnes and Noble does a half off uh, Criterion sale like every few months. They do. Thank you. They just, I just bought three uh, a few weeks ago. I got polyester, <gasps> all about Eve, and uh, leave her to heaven. Oh, three wow. very gay movies. Does the polyester come with that smell-o-vision strip? Odorama, it sure does. Are you s- serious? We did it. <gasps> the rose one is so overpowering that they all started smelling <laughs> wow. like Wow. Although the dog shit really smelled like Oh, gross. Oh. It was really gross. gross. Tony, what are you going to give Batman Forever for themes of mothers? Point five. Point five. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a one. A one. Um, I'll give it a one point five. Okay. All right. Next 
category. <laughs> a feel song. Was there a song that put you in your feels? Oh, feel. No. Did you would, like Kiss from a Rose? Does that do anything I for you? I didn't leave it on that long for it to play. I see. <laughs> they have a snippet of a Brandy song. You hear the snippet of the Brandy song. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the opening. I like the gold. Is that his name? Elliot Goldenfall? I like his the, the score. The, theme, mm-hmm. the opening yeah. theme. It sort of dies yeah. after that. But it's just, sure. It's, yeah. It gave me a feel. Okay. So if you had to put a number on that. Okay, um, sure. <laughs> um, I mean, just if you're up to if you're Three and a half. 3.5. I'm going to give it a one. A one. Not a Kiss from a Rose fan? That's what's getting the one. Uh, <laughs> you really don't like the... I like that U2 song a lot. It's I do too. the only one I really listen to. And it does put me in my feels. Right, uh, I'll give it a three. And finally... Not finally, but... Not finally. Just about Close. finally. Scale of zero to five percent. Gossip. How gossipy is Batman Forever? <gasps> was that Bruce Wayne? Who's that? Are there that any moments Wayne, where he said, yeah, yeah. "There's like all the paparazzi following Bruce Wayne around"? That's very gossipy. There's a character literally called Gossip Gertie. I don't know. That's they all want to find out who Batman is. That's kind of gossipy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gossip is power, which I've always said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never heard you well, say that before. <laughs> you know me better as my alias, Perez Hilton. <laughs> what? Hi, I'm hideous. <laughs> Woo! Uh, how gossipy do you think uh, Batman Forever is, Tony? I mean, I after after this argument um, from Perez Elizabeth Warren Hilton, uh, Warren, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Four. You know, it's four. It, I mean, everyone is consumed with Id- who is who. Yeah. Who was the identity of such You're and right. such and who's and what's? Which is every party I've been. Absolutely. That? Like, are they verified? That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a four as well. I will also give it a four. All right, and then finally, not second to the final. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now this is an all or nothing. It either gets this bonus or it doesn't. So 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. The only thing, case you could say is Joel Schumacher himself. It's directed by a gay man. But since John doesn't like the movie, Tony mm. seems. I, I'm the only person who doesn't like. You're the this only movie. person who's voting. You're only the only person, person who's scoring it right now. Uh huh. Sure, sure. Tony seems to be. I think in I've been more than fair to this movie. I'm just saying. I don't think it's going to happen for it. I don't think it's going to. happen. It's not going to happen. I don't think it's getting it's not this bonus. Happen. No. It's not getting it. And then finally, yeah. finally, finally, negative fifty percent. If this is the movie Boat Trip, this is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose fifty percent of its points. What is the movie Boat Trip? It's a movie that uh, it's a gay panic movie where a bunch of guys end up on a gay cruise to like avoid getting caught for something and trying and to hook up a, with a woman. Cuba Gooding Jr., okay. Horatio Sands. Okay, mm-hmm. is it on Crackle? It is on Criteria. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Um, I doubt it. So, all right, that's it. What do you guys think it uh, ended up? So, where we go? What do you think? Any projections? What do you think, Tony? Where do you think? How do? You, how well do you think Batman Forever has done? Um. Oh, I. Th- it held up much better than I thought it would. Okay. I, it w- do you think it's going to do better than Muppet's Take Manhattan? Oh. You mean in this scoring system? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> you know what? We were weighing a lot of these categories pretty heavy. I feel like it gave it gave some Val Kilmer stiff competition, so to speak. Uh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it could it could it could match it i don't see it like <laughs> no <laughs> not gonna beat female trouble is what you're saying correct well that's for damn sure all right all right all right, well, Mark, let us know. How did we well, do? out of a total possible 2,413.58 points, Batman Forever has scored 1,754.91, giving it a percentage of 72.71, making it the eighth gayest movie ever. <gasps> Not as gay as Labyrinth, but gayer than Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, my there God. Go. Wow. Eighth. Bit segment has 69.17. Wow. Holy, there you go. Holy shit, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Exactly. Hmm. Well, there we go. That was our first superhero movie. That's not true at all. We had Supergirl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, this but is as not we know, our first, scoring first real superhero movie because there was a male oh protagonist. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would the 66 Batman movie be gayer? Definitely, maybe one way to find out. There is only one way to find out. You're right. One way to find out. (laughs) Well, Tony, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for doing this again. It's always a delight to have you, to see you, to talk with you. Yes. Likewise, likewise. Plug, plug, promote. Sure, I plug my podcast. Go on. Uh, Spanish I keep presents comes out weekly as of this recording. (laughs) That's gossip. That's gossip. (laughs) Uh, and I'm on. I'm at the Tony Rodrig on all the social things. Wonderful. Well, it's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you doing well. Nice to see you, yes. And Likewise. we'll be right back. We're, We're back. back. Wow, what a hoot he is. What a hoot. He's a delight. So, John, are you upset that Batman Forever scored higher than Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? Not that this is a competition. Uh, no, no, not at all. Not that you made it one. Uh, no, I think they're both bad movies. I think um, I would, there are certain, th- again, because it's a musical, like there are certain numbers I would rewatch from Sgt. Pepper before I'd ever watch any scene or thing from and Batman Forever. And I feel Forever. the exact opposite. So there we are. <laughs> right. There we have it. There's room for all kinds. That's true. There sure is. <laughs> Speaking of all kinds, we got a wonderful email from one of our listeners, Celia. She writes, Hello, I'm just wondering how no one has brought in Clue yet. Maybe it's too obvious a pick, but it would be too, it would be much fun. I still have hope, and I'm eagerly waiting for the day when it gets discussed and scored. Looking forward to your personal picks episodes, Celia. Thank you so much, Celia. That's so nice. I love Clue. That's one of the... We didn't have a VCR, but for one birthday, my parents let me rent a VCR from the video store. (laughs) Wow, how meta. Well, I... Because we had HBO, so my parents were like, why do you need... Why do we need a VCR? We have HBO. Mm -hmm. You know, which, fair enough. Smart. Um, So Clue was one of the movies I rented for my birthday. Oh, that a and one. a horror film called uh, Pieces, which is very graphic and inappropriate. Oh, I've heard of that. It's so fun. Uh, they're both fun. <laughs> but uh, Q's great. I love Clue. One of the cool. Talk Clue's about strident women. Ah, uh, let's talk about strident women. Um, well, thank you so much, Julia. Hopefully, someone will bring in Clue one day. You could bring in Clue. We you still I don't know what Clue. you're bringing in for your That's next true. choice. So I've decided maybe I will bring in Clue next week. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Are you overthinking um, it, John? Is there anything I could do to help you? Probably. 
Mm, no, I, th- I think space is what I need. I think I need okay, space. Okay, okay. I'm being clingy. <laughs> I get it. Message received. I'll mm-hmm. back off. All right. But that's it. If you guys have any other thoughts or movies you think we should do or uh, you have opinions on what we've talked about or what we've said, you can email us at 20queens. That's T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2oldqueens, T-W-O old queens. You can follow me on Letterboxd which is a silly app and I maintain a list of the movie rankings and the guests and the categories that are added for each one. Constantly evolving. Constantly evolving. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see you next right, week for your it. second pick Agreed. in Queen's Choice. A mm-hmm. month of Queen's picks. I don't know what of I'm saying. Picking. Never came up with a slogan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.